Hello and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. Three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, click follow and subscribe on wherever you listen to the podcasts. Hi, girls. How are you? I'm good. I'm really, I'm all right. I'm all right, actually. I um, I don't really have nothing to report. Had a bit of a boring week. Just been working. Just been working. I went to see some theatre at the New Diorama. I went and saw It's a Motherfucking Pleasure, which was a really good play by uh, Floorboard Theatre. Um, and I'm going to go see some more theatre tomorrow. Friends in theatre, old girls. It was the Offie Awards today. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. And I'm, as you know, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for all the people that it's still, it's actually ongoing as we speak. I am, honestly, I'm so thrilled to see so many amazing people win. You know, when you watch. I am thrilled for the winners. I'm so (laughs) for you all. Yeah, no, honestly, you, you bet it's one of those things, isn't it? I have to be honest. It's one of those like, almost nearly maybes you're like oh man you know when you you're like oh man I, I nearly got that and as much as people are like oh you know it's it's the nomination that counts and it really is like the nomination was uh, like that moment in itself was just incredible being upstairs in the theater and getting the announcement for the you know getting the phone call to say that I'd been nominated for a uh, lead performance but um it's girls is my first taste because what's going to happen is there's going to be a couple of BAFTA noms and a couple of Oscar nominations, you know, and I'm not going to win them all. So this is preparing me, you know, for the ones that I do win, be super grateful. And for the ones that I won't win, be as humble as I am right now, right? Yes, exactly. The thing is, though, it's the struggle that makes it worth it. If you exactly. if you literally got nominated for the first play that you ever did and you won it, you would not appreciate it the way that you will when you do get those trophies. Yeah, well, where and do I you can't... go from there? Exactly. You know, if you can't win everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've made a little, I've made a little, um, made a little deal with myself that this time next year, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be at the BAFTAs, you know? So it's just kind of like, just keep getting nominations in. Sometimes, I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio has only just won a, a, a fucking Oscar in the last, was it the last Oscars? It was, wasn't it? Oh my God, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, the one like... Yeah, I did see that before because there was like constant outrage. Also, I know it's different because it's music, but like Miley Cyrus only just won a Grammy. I felt like she'd been around forever and she's got absolute bangers. How has that happened? It's so weird. It's, yeah, it's incredible, yeah. Yeah, it's the Grammy. I can't remember. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'll take it down a boring awards chat. But uh, but yes, other than other than watching that and being a bit sad, and then at the same time very grateful. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's all I got to report about a boring week, girls. How about you? How are you? I am good. Yeah, you know, nothing really. No, to be fair, I want to say that I had a, a really cute weekend. Um, I would say wholesome if I like the word wholesome, but I hate the word wholesome. So we're not going there. <laughs> you know, when you just get like, you get things done. And I had loads of people that I'd been neglecting like my nieces like my aunt like my cousins and I was like no you know what this weekend I'm gonna see them and we've actually had a really lovely weekend so yeah it's uh it's been nice very very nice nice. oh that's so nice Steve I um I spent my yesterday 
or part of my yesterday putting up like family pictures around my nan's house, which sounds like a fun thing to do. But I've got my granddad, who is my absolute hero and love him more than anything. But he's like, it's a bit wonky. Uh, up a bit on the right, down a bit. I've got my mum holding the thing. My dad's trying to nail it in. There's loads of opinions. Obviously, my nan couldn't give a shit. She's in the corner. I was like, do you want to join in? No, I don't. I said, all right then, Nan, I'll let you sit in the corner. <laughs> so <laughs> that was my uh, Saturday Saturday afternoon. But it was cute. Like It's just so nice spending time with them and just hanging out. Um, and now they have – because my Nan's house was one of those houses you walk in and there is – you can't see what colour the wall is because there were so many pictures everywhere. So when we redecorated, my mum was like, we're not doing that. Well, you're not having all of these random frames, random pictures from 20 years ago that no one likes. We're going to choose a set amount. They're going to have all the same frames and it's going to look uniform. So we've like semi-managed that. So yeah, same with me. Not much to report. Just a nice little wholesome, wholesome day yesterday, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I think sometimes you need those weeks as well, don't you? Where you just like... I don't know, it's just, um, I want to say refreshing because it's just chill, like you're just chilled. It's just nice, yeah. Well, from Elle's mum refusing to hang old pictures to refusing to hang around with fuckboys, this week's the fuckboy edition. We've got a great dilemma that's come in from one of our listeners. Uh, But we'll get into that shortly. However, before that, you know what time it is. Stevie's Word of the Week. This week's Word of the Week is ephemeral. Oh, ephemeral. Mm. It's giving me something being quite female, elegant, of a feminine aura of some sort. That's what I'm giving it. It's giving me effeminate. It's giving me a feminine appearance let's say some something or someone that's made like a like clothing can be made effeminate or like I don't know yeah that's my guess uh, to me it sounds like one of the medications in Grey's, Grey's Anatomy like push one of ephemeral that's <laughs> all I can think of I'm gonna say when your ovaries are exploding you just need some ephemeral in your life that might be medication that might be pain relief in general, or just a new a new day, a fresh start, ephemeral. Oh, oh, both wrong. Ephemeral means lasting for a very short time. Oh. So certain fashions could be ephemeral, or if there was a butterfly that lived for like twenty four hours, that would be ephemeral. I'm sure we've um, all experienced yeah. some ephemeral things in our time. <laughs> the words are Maybe. Oh, God. Quite fitting for our fuckboy episode. I was going to say. You want a fuckboy to be ephemeral? Oh, I like that, Steve. I think I definitely misheard you and thought you said something like, fem- fe- it must have just been feminine. Like, I just obviously wasn't listening. I was like, yeah, I know this. I thought you was going to say, Jade, you've got it. Really, I was so certain of that answer, wasn't I? You were quite dead set on that feminine angle, weren't you? I really was. I really was. You know what? Usually you ask me to spell it and you never asked this week. And I think if you had of it, would have helped because there's not actually an F in it. It's a PH. So, (gasps) yeah. 
Okay, so this week's listener's dilemma reads as follows. Met a guy on a dating app. We couldn't meet for a while, so spoke for hours most nights for a few weeks before we met. When we met, we had a lot of fun, but it all felt very flirty and sexual, and I didn't really feel like he was trying to get to know me. I mentioned this a few days after our date, and he said he was just having fun. He said he's not looking for a relationship, but if the right person came along, he's not anti it. I just feel like he's a bit hot and cold. Sometimes we have the deepest conversations and I just feel close to him. And then other times I feel like he's too busy for me. I remember one of your old eps and one of you said, if someone likes you, you'll know. If you're questioning it, they don't. I'm desperate for this not to be the case. Any thoughts? Oh, that's you just don't need it. You just don't need the hot and colds, do you? You don't need that. No. Yeah, last week's episode was all about dating apps and like... By the sound, you know, you said that you've not met. Did they meet on a dating app? Yeah, they met on a dating app. Is, like, girls, you'll, you'll shed light, but is this, like, rookie dating app, like, fuckboy storyline? Like, have you, have you, like, have you, have you experienced this before? I think it's, like, it's not even a dating app thing. I think that's classic male fuckboy storyline, honestly. Yep. I agree. Like, I really, I hate to be that person. And he is standing like meters away, so we would love it. But like, until I met Tom, I would have been like, oh, you know, I just never know. And then I met him and was like, no, if someone likes you, you just know. And if you're not, it, I mean, it is. I know she said that she absolutely doesn't want that to be the case, what we said before. But if you're questioning it, the reality is, if you're questioning it, they're either, they either like you and they're playing games or they don't like you. And either way, you don't want that. Yeah. 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 Also, though, I would say be very careful about what you have said to him, because I've been in a situation before where I've been like, oh, I don't think they're really bothered. Tried to get out of it. And they've been like, hang on a minute. You said I don't want anything serious. You said I don't want any pressure. You said this. You said that. And I'm like, oh, God, yeah, I actually did. And they're like, so what do you want? And I'm like, OK, uh, I'll, I'll go back and let me let me work that out and I'll come back to you. Um, and so I think you do have to be careful with what you're saying to, to them. But equally, um, like Elle said, if you're questioning this, something is wrong. So you either speak to them, address it, and they buck their ideas up and meet your standards or don't give it the time of day. Because realistically, this is the best it's going to get. You're meant to be like, like, I'm not saying like you're you're going to get married and whatever, but this is the honeymoon period. This is the fun bit. This is when you're meant to be getting to know them. You want to spend all the time that you can together because it's exciting and new. And if you're not getting that from them at this point, it's never going to get better. That's true. I mean, but then, I, I, do you know, that's a really good point, though. What What is the message that you're putting out to him? Like, what are you saying? Are you saying, oh, yeah, no, like, I'm happy just to go along with, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I don't want anything. You know, like, if people say, like, oh, I'm not looking for anything. Oh, no, 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 me neither. No, me neither. Just a bit of fun. You know, like, are you making yourself clear? Yeah, what do you want out of, like, why are you using the dating app? Are you looking for a fling? Do you want more? By the sounds of it, you want more. And you just have to be really clear with him. And you have to respect if he doesn't. If he is just, like, looking for like just to mess around or just to have a bit of fun and that's it, no strings attached, then you got to respect that and just make a choice as to whether or not you want to do that. Oh, my God, I know so many people that like, that like, oh, you know, it's no, we're just seeing how things go. It's not serious. And then I'm like further down the line, I'm like, you're, you're hurt. 
like you're going to get hurt in a minute. I can see what's going to happen. And you say that you want what he wants or you say what they want. You want what they want. Like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just up for some fun. No, nothing serious. And then like the next minute you're banging in love with somebody head over heels and they're not taking you or the relationship seriously and then that's when that's when the hard graft is because then you've got to peel yourself away from somebody that is never going to give you what you want and that's harder so short-term pain I suppose you kind of have to rip the band-aid off and say to him this is what I want if you're not up for that we got to stop seeing each other because I don't want to catch feelings because that's what's going to happen isn't it you're going to catch feelings to someone who's just looking for a little bit of um a little bit of fun in their spare time it's giving me Bridget Jones. It's giving me Bridget Jones's diary vibes. Yeah, it's shit though, isn't it? I mean, to be fair, and you know what we're like, we never stick up for the guy, but I'm pretty sure she said he's been on, like he said, he's not looking for anything more. And as hard as that is, did she say, did she say that? I'm sure they did. Oh, I completely missed that bit. Yeah, he's not, oh yeah, I mentioned this and a few days after our date, he said he was just having fun. He's not looking for a relationship. But if the right person came along, he's not anti it. So no, like, no, no. Oh. That pisses me off. But equally, you can't really be that pissed off with him. He is being as open as he knows how, right? Like, I, I honestly think that excuse, and I'm so sorry to say this, I honestly think that excuse is said to people that they don't want a relationship with. So but they don't want to yeah. take anything off the cards because the next person they meet might be the one and then you look like a bit of an idiot. But at the end of the day, just because he might not want a relationship doesn't mean that he doesn't want to use you for free therapy or doesn't mean that you don't get on well and he wants to chat to you and have all these deep chats. The unfortunate thing is you seem to be catching feelings for him, which is totally understandable, like, totally understandable if someone's getting really deep and meaningful and you're having all these nice conversations but at the same time you said sometimes you feel like he just doesn't have the time for you I feel like what is that saying like when people show you who they are believe them or something like I feel like he is yeah he's giving mixed me well is he giving mixed messages no I'm sorry I don't think he is I think he has said everything he needed to in that one line oh god I'm going to be the bitch here I'm really sorry to our listener he has told you you're not the one. He's told you you're not the one because he would not be saying to you, I don't want anything serious if he really liked you. I, I really am sorry to say this, but you are there for as much time as he wants you there until he's ready to move on. And like you said, Del, he's using you for therapy. He's definitely, he's using you to fill a void and to, to get what he needs out of it. No, I'm sorry. He's told you everything he needs to know. Devil's advocate, though, as she does come in sneakily in the corner, what if, I mean, in some universe, what someone might say, well, you know, what happened? What if this guy has actually really had a shit time in relationships? What if he has come out of something really big and serious? What if he's not there to heal his trauma? Yeah, it's not your responsibility to fix him. Yeah, yeah. The problem is as well, and then come back if he, if that's where his heart and everything lies. And also, 
I don't know. I mean, the thing is, right, this, when you asked that earlier, Jay, that is classic guy. Guys that actually are so either hung up on their ex, just not interested but don't know how to say it. Like, that is very classic guy. Go away and work on yourself. Like, And also, there's nothing more attractive than someone that is just honest. And I mean, like, obviously, it's nicer and more attractive when they're like, I like you and this is it. But when, even when people are like, this is all I want, yeah, it's hard. But they've told you, they've been up front. Like, they're not, we don't even really know if we can call him a fuckboy. No, I wouldn't call him a fuckboy. He has told you exactly where he stands. I don't understand, like, what more he could have said at this point. He has told you ex- very clearly what he wants. I just think it's a shame that you clearly get on with him very well, but you want something different to him. And it's crap, but you can't live in hope that he'll change his mind. Yeah, And I it's easier it, to get yeah. out now than, than try and fight for this on your own because he doesn't want this. Oh, God. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm being brutal, but no. you are better going and finding someone who wants you rather than trying to make this work. It's just, you know yeah. what I have a horrible feeling with? Have you? Has any of you watched One Day, the series? No, I've started it. I've just started it. So I read the book, and the book is incredible. The series is also still amazing. But oh, actually, I don't want to ruin anything. Am I going to ruin anything? I, do you know what? I'm going to give too much away. I'm going to give. I can't say it because if people haven't read the book, but basically this love story because I feel like everyone knows that it's going to be a love story it's quite it's beautiful but it's quite unrealistic and I don't I watched it and I thought this is going to give a lot of people hope that are being fucked around for years and years and years and years on end thinking that in the end it might be a happy ending and that very rarely happens yeah also is it worth all of the years of pain for an ending like yeah no I I'm not gonna lie oh I started the episode um I started episode one kind of had it on the background and was like nearly falling asleep so I watched episode two like like fully watched it and I'm just like I'm just not getting into it because I think it is I think like I I don't know I just can't get into it but um so thank you for the ending (laughs) it's unrealistic it's not real life it will surprise you um yeah, I, I I promise I haven't given away the main part of the ending. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things. I did enjoy it, but I think because I knew the story and I knew the book, and also like, well, not massive credit about fucking time. Obviously, the lead actress is incredible. Yeah. Um, it's I think her name is Ambika, and I can't remember her last name. But if you watched um, Adam Kay's "This Is Gonna Hurt," it was Shruti in that, and she was fucking unbelievable and she's brilliant in this so it's like it's just, honestly the series is like a celebration in itself for giving um you know an an asian woman a lead yes she's so incredible. unheard of yeah she is incredible um oh well bring it back to our listener yeah Derailed, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as we do no i'm bringing it back yeah no you're right girls i don't think he's been a fuckboy i think the definition of a fuckboy would be someone that was just like yeah no yeah i'm into you but then never bringing you around his friends or his family or not introducing you to anyone or like not being there or supportive when you want to see it i think like 
And I think that also the thing is as well, is if you're able to actually have a conversation with him and break things off gently, you know, if that's that, that's the path that you're both going to take sort of thing, because you're not going to get more of it. Like you could end up with a really great friendship, but if you let it go too far and allow yourself get hurt, to get hurt more so than you will, you know, by breaking things off it's you're you know you've got an opportunity to potentially salvage your friendship out of this if you if you act quickly or like just yeah just just be a bit straightforward really really with him but um yeah yeah sorry not good not a good outcome but he's like you say Steve he's kind of made it clear any really but the thing is this is positive don't waste your time with people that are not worth it and I'm not saying not worth it like he's he's not worth it what I mean is this is not going to have the desired outcome that you want so go and get it from someone who wants the exact same as you and I know how soul destroying it can be when you're on a dating app you don't meet that many people you like or you have things in common with so when you do find someone I think sometimes you're like oh my god they're amazing when really they're probably average it's just that they're better than all the others that you've spoken to so yeah Yep, you could potentially be going out on some really nice dates with someone that actually is smitten with you. And that's exciting. Like, that is more, as much as you might, like, like this guy and, you know, be attracted to him, et cetera, et cetera. Like, there's someone that will absolutely, like, idolise you and want to spend every minute with you and you know, want to introduce you to everybody. And, you know, that person is absolutely out there. So all whilst you're spending time with a guy that just wants to have a little bit of fun, there's someone waiting for you that wants to show you off and have you around him constantly and want to take things to more serious level. So open up those doors, get yourself ready and willing for him to come running to you. <laughs> get rid of the fuck boy. Girls, have you had any, if not multiple, fuckboys in your life that you're like, oh my God, you was literally taking me for a ride and I deserved better? Is there anyone that you like, oh my God, I, I can't think of like in the, in overall, definitely, definitely we're with a few fuckboys, but I don't think it's not the same issue as in like they didn't want anything serious. It's just that they were dickheads that were like I wasn't the only person that they were seeing. <laughs> oh, oh, Jay! Every time you say didn't this, want anything serious. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, it's so true. Actually, yeah, it's it's true. Just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that they're not a fuckboy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think about when I was younger. Gosh, when I was a teenager with boyfriends, then of course they're all fuckboys. They were boys that were just going, "Oh my god, let me let me try and shag as many girls as possible so I can tell my friends." So there were so many boys that I knew were fucking about and with my mates as well. And I'm like, to them, it was just like a game of like, how many, how many girls can I shag? Do you know what I mean? Whereas, I, I, you know, that's not to say that girls don't do the same sort of thing, but, um, but from my experiences with my friends, oh my God, there were so many fuck boys and that like, oh my God, and I excused them, like not excuse them. I, I definitely want, do you know that saying when girls are like, oh, I love a bad boy. I'm like, fuck off. No. No, like it's not even, it's not even a thing. They're not a bad boy. They're fucking dickheads. They're an absolute it's fucking not embarrassing. Like It is embarrassing. Worse than a man child thinking that he's something incredible 
when he's not treating girls like shit because he thinks he can do better. Yeah. He instantly no. Immediately yes. oh, no. Oh God. I, and you I know so many fuckboy experiences in my dating years, but they just never lasted because I was like, oh, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not attracted to this like on and off. Don't care, do care. It's boring. It's honestly boring. But yeah, like honestly, constantly, like especially I say from dating apps, that was the only like place where I met people really, but 100 percent in my 20s. And then what I found before I met Tom, so I was like 20, maybe 27, the nearer the guys that were just turning 30 were like a whole other breed of fuckboy because they were like, or not maybe not even fuckboy, but like this next person's got to be X and be in my 30s and I've got to settle down. And it, it was just the, the weirdest, the evolution of guys on dating apps. I'm saying guys, maybe girls are the same, but I don't, I wouldn't say to quite the extent. Yeah, just bizarre. Oh, see, I would actually disagree. I would agree with you and I would disagree with you. So I agree with you. There was a major change in like the guys and how they were different when I entered my 30s in terms of them being like, nope, definitely want kids, don't want to be an old dad either. So kids, kids, kids. And I was like, whoa, this is a bit much. Yeah. And then equally, though, I know so many girls who have been like, I'm in my 30s now. I know I want to have kids. So realistically, I want to have kids. What's your view on kids? And it's like the first date. And it's a bit like for some of the guys and like my friends who are a male and are on dating apps they're like whoa literally had another sip of the drink and we're on how many kids do we want and when do we want our first child like have never met this person before in real life and it's the first message they send and you I'm know like, what, oh though, my that god makes me quite sad because I feel like women have to do that when you get women when you get to yeah. a certain point if you know that you absolutely desperately want kids then you have to do it Otherwise, you have to take other measures like egg freezing because you can't afford, I'm saying 30s, you know, some people might think mid-30s, late-30s, but realistically, we all know the stats about how much your fertility declines starts to, starts to decline at 30 or whatever the bloody thing is. Like, we don't have time to waste. So, you know what? I know it sounds mental, but I'm kind of with those girls that are, like, yeah. instantly honest because... If a guy is going to freak out at that, then you're not really looking for something anyway. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just old, married and boring. I kind of just feel like if you can't, if you hear that and you're like, whoa, like that's a lot. Get with the bloody times. Like women in their 30s are demanding what they want. They're not going to sit back and wait for you to decide in two years time that actually you might want a kid in a year's time. No. They're going to tell you what they want. I'm yeah. I mean, I didn't I'm, do it, but I'm here for the women that can. <laughs> I'm absolutely here for it. But I think the difference between 29 and 31, 29, it wouldn't have been a conversation. 31, it's like, honey, are you fertile? Because Probably, yeah. before we're 35, we're going. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. oh, my God. No, oh, I don't know. I, oh, I had a really good point. And said, oh, Someone was saying, I, uh, who was I listening to, girls? It might be another Dumbledore moment. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> but someone said to me, or I heard someone, I can't remember. Women will look for the person that they want to, like, have a child with or, like, 
reproduce with and a man will only look in the in the time when he's like ready if that makes sense so like if a man's like yeah no I want to have kids now it's just a case of being like who will do it whereas for women they're constantly scouting for the person that they feel would be the right person to reproduce with someone said that and I was like that's a really interesting thought you know I can't say that there's any like science behind that but I was like oh that that you know you would hope that it wouldn't be the case but I was like that's really that's interesting um and- do you know what though I don't know if I ever really gave it much thought until recently which is probably why I ended up with so many fucking wrong ones because like I just I wasn't thinking about babies or Baby reproducing was not thinking about baby daddies we can absolutely not <laughs> Jesus Christ thank God as well Jesus can you imagine anyway but like I think it has become I don't know I guess as it's become more important in my life or more realistic in my life then I've started to look at it slightly differently but equally though it, the same with fuck boys. Like, don't get me wrong. I wanted people to like me when I was younger. So I would have done anything. So I would have bought into your bullshit. I'd have let you fob me off. Now I'm like, hun, I don't care if I'm at the party or not. You want to invite me out with your family? Great. Do I really want to come? Probably not. Like, do you know what I mean? And then it almost makes them more keen. And you're like, oh, God, now I've got to go. But, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I probably sound really bitter at the moment. I'm absolutely not very happy. But I just, yeah, I think age, oh, I hate saying that as well, but age makes you see things very differently um, compared to when you're younger. Mm. Okay. Signs to spot a fuckboy. Everyone has to give a sign. From previous experience, what are the signs that you're dealing with a fuckboy? Oh, I could probably give you about five. Go. Oh, I could give you so many. Okay, okay, let's do this. Fuckboy signs, 101. This isn't even, like, the first one that that would, like, this isn't the first most concerning one. But if if he follows, like, hundreds and hundreds of, like, Instagram models or girls or wannabes, like, also, if you speak to him once and he's following you on Instagram, go away. Like, you're not interested. You're literally just interested in building your following so you've got a feed full of girls. That would probably be one of them. Um, I would be careful. I know I'm contradicting. I would be careful of the people that say about, uh, I'm not ready for a relationship, but, oh, you know, like, if the right one comes along, but I'm not sure, but I'm not this. Because it's like, you're ready for one or you're not. To me. Yeah. Unless someone absolutely fucking blows you away and you can't can't say no. But realistically, that doesn't happen very often. Um, people that are quite flaky and inconsistent with messaging, like if they're messaging you back and forward hours and hours and hours and on end one night and then you don't hear for two days, they're literally using you for a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And if they're non-committal on actually seeing you, like, say oh, I really want to meet you can't wait to meet you and then can't actually give you a date like no absolutely not if they say they're busy listen life is busy but you make time for the people that you want to make time for mm-hmm. um also um those people that, I mean is this a fuckboy thing 
this is probably just something that irritates me but you know when like their actions don't marry up with their words 100%. people talk a good game but hun if you're not delivering you may as well have not said it mm-hmm. like just don't say it yeah 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 also, maybe don't like judge them until you've had a few dates because we can all fake it for like well yes but we could all like fake a nice personality for one day two days like is it consistent is it lasting yep yeah also I was going to say someone who doesn't want to like do like daytime outings is just like there for like hooking up of a night time or going out for drinks of a night time, but won't be up for like grabbing breakfast together or going for a walk or whatever. Or someone that's not, um, you know, like not PDA in in public, like holding your hand on the street or giving you a hug randomly or a kiss somewhere like just being I think I think what it is is being seen like somebody who's not up for being seen with you maybe in places that are local to their home or where their friends hang around you know like keeping you hidden like somebody that wants you to be seen with them and is proudly out and about with you I think is like a good science and someone who is like purposely trying to like hide you or hide the relationship or hide that you're seeing each other or just trying to meet you in the evenings after a few drinks or you know Netflix and chill and all that you know you 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 can tell if someone wants to actually spend time with you or or not also the conversations as well like are they actually trying to get to know you or are you just having mindless random chat are you just having like flirty 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 chat that we've talked about sex and god knows what and they actually do they ask you how your day is like do they actually care yeah. L, that is a brilliant one. Mm. Absolutely brilliant one. Very good. Personal experience. Buffers. <laughs> <laughs> I remember speaking to somebody on a dating app for honestly, it could have been like an hour. We probably exchanged 10 messages over that. And then he started asking me what my sexual preferences were. And I was like, absolutely not. You're gone. Bye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably did that when I was dating, I can't lie. Because <laughs> my whole personality was like, oh, I'm going to be the cool, hot, sexy girl. But you know what? I found out that a lot of people didn't really like that. And I remember when I got like really like soppy and lovey dovey with Tom, and I was like, what has happened to me? And it was like, do you realize you're so much funnier now than you were then? Like, it was such a sort of pretense that you had on like you're much better now that you're just who you are and I was like oh could have told me that earlier I wasted all my best sexual innuendos on you (laughs) (laughs) oh so the joke of it is Elle half the boys wouldn't have known what to do with your sexual innuendos they would have absolutely crumbled (laughs) I did it though for like shock value yeah, and it was people, but some people were just out and out. Like when I say disgusted, obviously that's too far. But we're like, no, not for me. Which I kind of I respected. I was like, fair play. <laughs> like you, this is not what you want, and you've been honest about that. And I was just like, like no idea what to say. Quite amusing, like a social experiment. 
I think it's pretty good icebreaker, El, because let's be fair, you and your family, some of the, the like, <laughs> especially your brother, is fucking hilarious. Like, you kind of shock value. You shocked them in because you're like, if you can handle me, you might be able to handle my family. Do you know what I mean? It was like, if if you can jump along for the ride, if you, they've got to have a good sense of humour if they're joining the Adamses. It's as simple as that. If they can't hold, hold their own with a few innuendos, a couple of very inappropriate com comments do you know what I mean they're never going to survive around the dinner table so actually I think it was very smart of you there we go I was prepping them if anything. Prepping, them. prepping them for Sunday around Sunday dinner around the Adamses yeah it's kind <laughs> well that brings us to the end of this week's episode don't forget you can send us your dilemmas over to long story short podcast 22 at gmail.com Head over to our TikTok. It's Long Story Short Pod to see what we've been up to there. We'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye.